The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Don't forget to register for our upcoming October 28-29 Prophetic Business Conference here in San Antonio, Texas. You can also participate by watching us live streaming. On Friday, it starts at 7 p.m., and on Saturday, we're going to start at about 9.30 or 10 o'clock. You can register by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Events. Registration fee is $25 per person. So you don't have an excuse. If you cannot make it in person, we are live streaming, okay? And if you are coming and just in case you're only will be able to make it on Saturday or Friday, let us know, all right? We had a wonderful fundraising sale last week. It was a great training for the ministry team, especially the youth, who are part of the transfer of wealth and influence. You know, you can have the gift or talent, but if you do not apply the principles of the kingdom of our God concerning merchandising, management, advertisement, research and development, you will not be able to make it. We are an occupying force and a transfer of wealth and influence. We have to be trained and ready for it God's way. And for those of you that are in the business already, you know that it takes lots of hard work, tenacity, and good management skills and marketing skills for you to continue to be on the top. The great news in the kingdom of our God concerning the uh, transfer of wealth and influence, we do not have to compete with others. That's the ways in the kingdom of the world. They destroy the competition not in the kingdom of our God. I like that. All right. And also, before I start, let me also remind you, like two or three weeks ago, the Lord gave me instruction, Christina, do not let others to hijack what I'm telling you, the prophecy, and do not hijack others. It is important for us that God is just, He is holy, and He is faithful. We don't have to covet. We don't have to steal other people's ideas. Amen? Okay. And the other major point that I'm going to discuss with you today, we're going to have a midterm election in two weeks. I know some Christians and leaders and prophets called for fasting and praying. And if you can, you need to join them, all right? Pray for this country and pray for an honest election and that the body of Christ will vote for righteousness and we're all going to vote. And this is important. At the prophetic conference in December 2020, that is the last presidential election, right? The last presidential election is November. 
This was released in 2020. The Lord God gave us three choices or scenarios concerning the 2020 presidential election. Keep in mind, God always look at his people. He is looking at us to obey him, to believe him, and to trust him. And this is the first scenario he gave us in 2020. If my people will focus on me and obey me and not to resort to hatred, anger, political arguments concerning the political situation in this country, I will intervene in this presidential election. Well, we failed, and the result is, is now. The second scenario, and this is important, that God gave us is, if we repent and if we obey Him and focus on Him and make the necessary correction, then God will move in the midterm election, which is just in two weeks. The third scenario we don't want. We have to wait for four or more years for this country to turn around concerning the political climate. My dear brothers and sisters, God is a holy God, and we need to pay attention to what he's saying to the church. And what many, even leaders, spiritual leaders and Christians, instead of praying for political leaders, we want them to be judged by God. We want them removed. We want them to die. You know as well as I do that this is not the perfect will of God, and this is not the heart of our loving God. And concerning Trump, and a lot of people got so upset with me, but it is the truth. We made an idol out of him. We want him to save this country. God entrusted the stewardship of this country and preaching the gospel and applying his ways of doing things to the body of Christ. In order for God to turn this country around, he is looking at his people to obey him and to trust him. This is the inheritance of our Lord Jesus Christ, this country, and other nations in the world. And we are joint heirs with him. So let us remain sober and alert at this time. Let us obey him. You need to vote for righteousness. Examine and research, and you vote for those that are righteous. For me, first and foremost, I always vote for those that are pro-life. I look for pro-life candidates. This is my first choice. I want the politicians to share my belief. I look and research their voting records if they have one. So let us not be stubborn concerning this midterm election and let us not give our opinions so easily. Let us do the right thing. There are so many people living in fear. They are so concerned and many are already suffering. Our hope is in Christ Jesus. We need to focus on him. 
So vote in November and let us have our voices heard, united and with a loud voice. Let us be the most influential voting bloc in the world. God is looking upon all of us to do what is right and be zealous for him so that he can intervene and turn this country around, which is his perfect will. We do not want judgment, all right? In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. It is up to the body of Christ to turn this country around towards righteousness. Let us be zealous for the Lord like Phineas. All right? In Numbers chapter 25, verse 1, when the king of Peor hired Balaam, the prophet, he told them that he cannot curse the people that God blessed. But he counseled them, if you cause them to sin against God, then God cannot bless them because he's a holy God. So what did they do? They used to women. Okay? They used to women, and this is in Numbers chapter 25, verse 1. While Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them to the sacrifices to their gods. So Israel yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against them. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of these people, kill them, and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that the Lord's pierced anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses said to Israel's judges, Each of you must be put to death, those of your people who have yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor. Do you think that those judges, when they heard that you have to kill your own brothers and all the men that are within you who indulge in sexual immorality, do you think they will be jumping up and down in great joy? No, they were weeping. That is one of the most difficult and painful instruction that they received. In verse 6, Then an Israelite man brought into the camp at Midianite woman right before the eyes of Moses and the whole assembly of Israel while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Verse 7 and 8, when Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, and followed the Israelites into the tent. He drove the spear into both of them, right through the Israelites' men, and into the woman's stomach. Then the plague against the Israelites was stopped. But those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. And if Phinehas was not zealous and killed the Israelites' men and that Moabite woman, there will be thousands more that could have died in that plague. One man saved thousands. And believe me, in that plague, only the men indulged in sexual immorality 
I guarantee you, women and children also suffered because of that immorality. Okay? That's a judgment of God. And we don't want His judgment against this country. There are already a great number of Americans that are suffering at this time. They don't feel safe. There are so many killings and shootings and muggings all across the United States of America. We don't want this to continue, but God is attentive to us, and His eyes are looking at us, looking if we're going to do the right thing, and if we're not going to engage in hatred, okay? Verse 10, look at the result. The Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites. Since he was zealous for my honor among them, as I am, I did not put an end to them in my zeal. Therefore, Tell him, I am making my covenant of peace with him. What a covenant. He and his descendants will have a covenant of a lasting priesthood because he was zealous for the honor of his God and made atonement for the Israelites. He did the right thing. So Phinehas, one man, stopped the plague because he was zealous for the Lord in protecting his honor and his holiness. We need to be zealous at this time for our country, for our people, not just for our own sake, but for the sake of the American people and the people all over the world that are still looking for United States of America to lead in righteousness, to take that leadership. God talked to Moses face to face. Do you think God was pleased with Moses because Moses prophesied everything that God gave him? No. When God was angry on the people of Israel because they have been murmuring, they have been complaining, they were treating him with contempt, Moses interceded when God's judgment is upon his people. I want you to meditate on this, especially if you consider yourself a prophet. Don't try to establish yourself as a prophet of the Most High God if all you want is to manifest prophetic judgment concerning the political leaders and concerning your enemies. Consider the heart of God all the time. Consider the holiness of our God. I know, I know, I am nobody, and you don't even like me. That's fine. And if you tell me, oh, those prophets, they're prophesying this uh, judgment, and they are well-known, and, and their ministry is much, much bigger than yours, and they're well-known all over, I don't care. I know for sure who I am in Christ Jesus, and the most important thing, God knows me, and that is more than enough. So I'm not afraid to be unpopular. Those that were under judgment and do not even know it, I interceded for them, and I'll continue to intercede for them. They will thank me later. You will thank me later or hereafter. I want God to know 
that he can count on me to intercede for others and do the right thing even when nobody is looking. Can you join me in my stance? Can you be one person that God can count on to intercede for our country, for our wicked political leaders, and for his people? You know, one thank you from God will be more than enough, guaranteed. Amen? So can God count on you? This country is worth fighting for. I had been to many countries. There is no place like United States of America, and God's protection and blessing, we're still enjoying it in spite of ourselves because there are more Christians and leaders that are focused on God and continue to obey the Great Commission. This ministry is one of them. And this upcoming prophetic and business conference is one of these important ones that you need to attend. We need to be united and we need to prepare. I have this unsettling feeling that we're running out of time. And at the same time, I am greatly encouraged. When God said time is of the essence, time is of the essence, my dear brothers and sisters. During our last fundraising event, this family, Joshua especially, worked so hard. He put the fundraising event as his priority in spite of all the work and the deadlines that he needs to meet. And then next was James. Every time James has day off, he helped and Erica. We were so tired, but was so relieved that the sale is now behind us. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Then Monday, Monday afternoon, the Lord gave them a prophecy through me with instruction because they focus on God. And their prophecy is mind-boggling. I was in awe. We got so busy this week because we had to finish any unfinished task. We had to organize and put things together because we realized that when this blessing, when this prophecy will manifest, they will not have the luxury of time. And this prophetic and business training in October 28 and 29, I have to do it even though I'm tired. I just finished a live stream training to the uh, pastors and leaders in the Philippines and I need to do a follow-up. What I do not have time is to minister one-on-one. For me to hold people's hand and listen to what they have to do because I do not have the time. So it is important for you to be desperate for God to move in this country or in your country. You have to be desperate that you will make time. This is not to our convenience. This is not in our own timing 
And God is not going to move the way we expect him to move. So I will not be able to meet with anybody until the December 31st prophetic gathering of the saints. Time is of the essence. I am doing everything I can to prepare for this event. It is going to be Friday, October 28th at 7 p.m. and a whole day Saturday starting at 10 a.m. We will break for lunch. And you need to register by going to SOGMI.org and click event and register, all right? I will not be able to repeat myself because you know what Jesus said. The kingdom of God is forcefully advancing and the violent take it by force. We're going to discuss what God is saying to the church, what God is saying to the country, and what to expect. We are going to receive instruction for the body of Christ, and we need to implement them one by one. So don't look for judgment, my dear brothers and sisters. It is not the heart of God. It is not the will of God. And keep in mind, we still have loved ones that are rebellious, that are still not born again. They will be a part of judgment, and we don't want that. But just like Phineas, we can turn and we can lessen the impact, even the harvest of those who sowed bad seeds. We can lessen the impact, we can postpone the judgment, and that is the will, perfect heart of, of our loving God, all right? And we need to fight this together. You need to vote. And any person that is within your sphere of influence, you need to explain to them how important this one is. As it is, there are still many major upheavals that are in the atmosphere, that are manifesting. And at the same time, there are so many awesome things that God is doing here on the earth. So we need to choose which sides are you on. We cannot waver between two positions anymore. We cannot waver between two opinions. If God is God, we will serve him. Amen? And Jesus is our Lord. Keep in mind, if you are applying God's ways of doing things, if you're obeying him, you are not part of the economy of this world. We belong to the economy of our God. So do not be distressed and don't give in to fear. Amen? Just obey God. Remember, there are two kingdoms that are operating right now on the face of the earth. The kingdoms of this world, which is the Babylonian system, and the kingdom of our God. And you know what happened? It's in Revelation. The kingdoms of this world have now become the kingdom of our God and his Christ. And we are the body of Christ. There are so many things that, uh, that uh, we are going to discuss. I'm doing my best in sharing what I'm receiving from God to you through this radio broadcast. But this is only being broadcast once a week. We are receiving many instructions in which we are going to share 
on October 28 and 29, and the prophecies that have already been released. So probably many of you did not know that God gave us three options in 2020. If we focus on Him, if we don't engage in hatred, if He will be the Lord of our God, He said He will intervene. He was not able to intervene. And now the second option is this midterm election. Time is of the essence. Amen? So let us repent before Almighty God and make the right thing. Go out to vote and hopefully I'll see you on October 28th, which is Friday next week and Saturday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Amen? God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.